Welcome to Sneaky Athletic, your favorite podcast. This week, we're going to obviously hit up our regular segments. We're going to talk NBA, uh, cover Alex's new Phoenix Suns. Uh, we're going to talk about college football, a little bit of recap, a little bit of a preview, also some big news in college football today we're going to cover. Uh, we'll go into NFL, talk about our top four, bottom four, cover some of the games, and then what to look forward to for next week. Uh, we obviously have to talk about the World Series and the titty action that was going on. Uh, and then we're going to wrap up with gambling. Uh, but before we get to all that, let me give a quick shout out to our boys at Fertilizer Service Company. They're handling all your fertilizer needs from start to finish, from planting to harvest. Right now, they're back out in the fields. They're busy as bees. Um, if you need them, call them, 660-686-2402. They also got a fake Facebook page. Hit them up. And as always, they're keeping God's country as good as she grows. Okay, let's get started. Bowed my soul, I gave it all. But loving you was never easy. All right, man, how you doing? I'm just going to go right into my beef because okay. it's with you. Okay. Um, so I'm just really upset with your lack of puppy pictures on the TL, to be honest with you. Uh, not only do you have the background to do it, you also now obviously have the cute dog and obviously everyone's day is brightened up by puppy pics and I just want, I just want more. So how was your weekend and answer for yourself? Okay. One, I just don't want to, don't want to flood it. I don't want to be, there's a fine line. I think there is to come with. With pictures of your dog, because once you cross it, there's no coming back. You're either one, you're a dog, you're just a dog pick person, and that's your whole personality, or two, people get sick of seeing your dog all the time. But I can, I can adjust that. I can try to find the happy medium just for you. I think you're low. You're low balling. Okay. Okay. Well, you got to leave the people wanting more. I like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So my, but to get to my weekend, it was a gauntlet. It was, um, it, I haven't done a three day bender in a while and, uh, went over to Manhattan, Kansas, got to see a pretty fun football game, uh, and then went to Arrowhead. Did, did you take the one paved road in Manhattan, Kansas? Yeah. It's a straight oh. shot. You awesome. know, you can't get lost. Well, that makes cause sense. It, you can't get lost cause there's no other roads to turn off onto. Yeah. You know? Well, they're all dirt. They're there. They're just yeah. There. You got to drive around the horses and shit. What are you doing? Uh, it was a good time, though. I, uh, I, I'll i kind of get more into this in, in the college football section, but they, they maybe left me slightly disappointed, um, but we can talk about that later. Uh, the Chiefs game, uh, better than expected. Um, the fighting Matt Morris did did pretty well. Um, but, yeah. and so, but, so to get into my beef, it's my body because it just cannot handle – three-day benders anymore full circle okay yeah because yesterday we were about to record uh we're recording this on tuesday right now we were going to record on monday things didn't work out and uh almost happy they didn't because i was in a bad way i was not good i, was I haven't seen you that down and down that low and downtrodden for a while i was you bad. sounded bad you looked bad it just, I'm sure you felt bad. Uh, yeah, you know what they say? They say look good, feel good, feel good, pod good. Um, it was not going to be a good pod. I'll be honest. I would have put today, the team on my back, but I'm glad I didn't have to. Today, about two o'clock, things things started turning up my way, and I'm I'm very thankful for it. But fuck. Um, I also I have two beefs. Um, second one, uh, you guys might have seen if you follow me on Twitter, but I challenged TJ Moe to a debate in Jesse Hall while I was pretty intoxicated. But the offer still stands, TJ. I know you're an avid listener of the Sneaky Athletic Podcast. 
Um, debate me and Jesse Hall on why Barry Odom needs to keep his job. Just a bad look. A bad look by uh, him calling Barry Odom the comeback king. Um, you know, he always bounces back after a loss. Yikes. We can get into that more later. but uh, Yeah, that's another. Kentucky's we'll got his number. We'll so did you learn later. anything this weekend? You got any tips for the folks? Just hydrate. Really, that, that's, that's really it. Just don't be like me. Don't gamble like me. Don't, you know, just stay more hydrated. Um, but, but probably in all reality, looking back over this last weekend, if I had to take one thing from it, um, don't be Oklahoma. I don't know. Don't beat Oklahoma. Don't be Oklahoma. Yeah, um, I mean, I, it was kind of bad. I I was pretty depressed when I made that because I was feeling pretty down. So, well, fair enough. Um, that, you didn't have a good weekend. Oh, no. you had highs well, had, and lows. Highs and lows. I had an amazing weekend. It just all came tumbling down in a matter of a very short period of time on Monday morning. Yeah, the residuals came back. So. Yeah. My thing is, be ready to treat yourself when things like that happen. Because mm. there's plenty of times where you're like, oh, shit, that's on sale. Oh, I really want this. And, you know, like, you could do it, but you might put yourself in a little bit of a bind. You might, you know, really end up screwing something up later. But whenever you're really feeling like that, uh, like Chandler last weekend or, you know, your mental health's getting you that day, like, be ready to go and treat yourself. Like, Tom and Donna, just, you know, have a treat yourself day. Have, you know, shit on sale, lined up, ready. Have that little side account. Um, I said this because I really need a new computer, but I can't get it. So I am trying to learn from myself and, you know, prepping to treat myself with a good new item. Save the treats for the rainy days. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I like that. Um, so what, what, what have you learned on Google. Do you have a Google this for us? I do. And uh, this major gear shift here. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll start out with the headline. Millennials are the first majority in the United States to be non-Christian. Um, so Whoa. I personally believe that every religion has about anywhere from 500, actually I should say 250 to 2,500 year time limit on it and okay we're kind of heading up towards that um same thing with you know great ancient societies they have a time limit on them where things just you know separate and power gets controlled and whatnot and i think that you know as time goes on and it's less indoctrinated it really you know strays away from that you know base religion that everyone came around and you know eventually there'll be something new that like you know kicks that to the curb but We'll see. Um, you know, will it be Scientology? Will it not be? Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Well, that's because you're a Thetan. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh no, I don't think it will be either. But I just think it's interesting that we're moving that way, and this poll uh, officially gave credence to that. Interesting. Uh, my goal with this a little bit different. Stick to sports, Alec. Uh, Tiger Woods over this last weekend, won the Zozo Championship, a made-up golf tournament just for him to tie Sam Snead uh, for most PGA Tour wins of all time with his 82nd win. Uh, I, I don't know like anybody who actually watched this because it aired from 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. In Japan. Um, with yeah, like, in Japan. He was like the biggest name. Uh, Rory was in it and Justin Thomas was in it. So, I mean, obviously he's, he's the biggest name in golf besides maybe Brooks. Um, but I mean, there were some other, some other guys. Hideki Matsuyama was in second place. Um, I don't know where that guy pitches for the Marlins. Close. Matsui is who you're thinking of. Um, Hideki Matsui. Uh, anyways, Tiger Woods. Um, I think it's almost kind of. It feels like charity. It, I, I used to be such a Tiger guy, but then now it, the Masters was sweet, but this is like Zozo. I've never heard of in my whole I'll entire tell you life. What, Ian, you're being that guy two times over. One, not giving credit where credit is due. He won a PGA Championship, and two, be happy but, for him. 
Stop. A PGA Tour win, not a championship. Whatever. I don't know. I am happy for him. I'm excited. But it's just like I would like to watch it, and I'm not going to watch it from 2 to 5 a.m. Um, I don't know. You like it when he's winning. You're not there when I he's do. not. I've been I've been with him through the nine iron through the back wind windshield you know I've been there. I will say the trophy is wild. Yeah, it looked like a Dyson fan. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it's it's, it's a very it's very Japanese. Like it was just like oh yeah that tournament wasn't over here. Oh for okay. sure. Um, so did you see anything crazy on the TL this week? Oh brother, did I ever? Uh, so another one that's gonna come from the you know relationships feed on Reddit. Um, I'm you just going to kind of, I, love that. it blows my mind. Like every time it pops up on my feed, um, I'll just read the title and then kind of briefly explain it. I think you're going to be able to pick up what I'm putting down. Uh, it's how can I female 24 gently explain to my boyfriend, male 29, that he isn't wiping himself properly. Yeah. So she goes on to explain that basically every time he stays in her bed, he goes commando and leave streak marks on her sheets. And she first thought it was herself and then slowly began to realize it was him. Didn't know how to tell him. And then in this last time finally broke the straw because it was wet and she touched it. I'm ghosting you. Dude. Just know if you're a woman and you do that to me, you're ghosted. Unless you personally realize it and clean my sheets. How can you be that unaware at 29? That's the part that just gets me. It's like, how can you be that unaware? Like, your ass has to be, like, chafing. You have to be feeling it. You don't have swamp ass 24-7. You can't tell that. You don't ever just, like, turn around too quickly and it smells bad? Yeah, like, every time he goes to sit down to take a shit, it has to already smell it literally is probably like he sits down and he'll hear things cracking just because it's been dried and musted up under there. It's disgusting. Yeah, so something a little less gross. Um, a oh, guy who went and helped his grandma out multiple times get away from Facebook scammers decided that he had helped his grandma one too many times and he was going to start scamming her. At least the money's going to a good cause. Did he get caught? How do you? No, no, no. He just How... he let everybody know. Oh, he just told everybody like. Yeah, he just posted it on his Twitter that he had been Facebook scamming his grandma with some pictures and like. Honestly, I don't hate it because, you know, hopefully he's doing the right thing and funneling that money back to her, but I would still rather the and I'm sure the grandma would too that he has it versus uh you know a nigerian prince who's that's obviously what, exactly what him. i was gonna say nigerian princes man they'll get you every time they're smooth talkers oh yeah um quick story i actually got got by uh it was actually a phone call scam back when i was like 15 i just freshly got a debit card and they told me they just needed a number i won this uh espn the magazine subscription and they just needed my debit card number. And at the time, I had literally had like 120 bucks in that account. And they swiped it all. I immediately told my mom, and she ripped them a new one and said that she was like, are you sure that you're going to do this to a minor? And they just gave it all back immediately. Really? Yeah. So I never got money taken from me, but uh, my mom had to intervene multiple times when I found uh, pedophiles on the internet. So, yeah, mine weren't typically internet based. Oh, I just I just had this one time I was I was quick learner. Huh. Well, I never got money taken from me, but apparently uh, the uh, games that I played online were attracted to twelve year olds and pedophiles. Imagine that. Yeah, I think that's a tale as old as the internet. <laughs> Buddy, yeah. do I have news for you? <laughs> so you watch anything good? I, I like I said, I mean, I this weekend I've I've been so busy I haven't even had a chance to to watch anything. I mean, really, and it's all been sports based. So I have not a SAP MDB, but a SAP okay. MP3. Oh, 
So the new Kanye album, not only did it come out about 14 hours late, but um, it's not great. Doesn't slap. No, and I honestly, I really enjoy gospel rap, but it was late and it was just weak. You know, I, like Jesus Walks, he's done some sort of things with Christian themes before that have been fantastic. And there are Christian rappers out there who killed it, but um, MAGA Kanye isn't for me. I saw a headline today that he said uh, God gave him a tax return of 68 million dollars because he had like found faith in christ or something and somebody just quote tweeted and was like man i fucking hate rich people i'm gonna say a lot of things that let's that, just move on yeah. to the nba yeah um so some more things that made me mad uh the timberwolves specifically andrew wiggins they're becoming my new sons and you guys know how much i fucking hate the sons but that, you know, they're kind of figuring it out. The front office is still trash, but they're putting some people around D-Book, and they might figure it out, uh, but they realize that, you know, he wasn't talented enough by himself. For whatever reason, they think Andrew Wiggins is the truth. He's the next one to lead them to the promised land because he just, just constantly pulls away just enough to truly, you know, make you consider it. Um, and I've found an answer to last week's question he is the worst bad player i've ever seen or okay. he's the worst good player i've ever seen Excuse yeah me. yeah i know what you're i know what you're saying um yeah it's he's uh andrew wiggins is an enigma and i think that he's helped out so much by being freaky athletic and carl anthony towns is now six foot seven and doing step back you know three point shots so like the lane's a little bit more cleared but like he he'll make those shots that he really needs to but he'll also make a bunch of bricks from one step inside of the three-point line that it's just frustrating to watch you know it's he has all the talent in the world just the basketball iq isn't there the you know game sense isn't there it uh it's wild how much he flippy flops. Yeah, and on the other hand, I mean, you and you kind of mentioned this. Cat is looking amazing. That that efficiency chart that you sent me, or whatever that was, where they were. It. Yeah, you tweeted off the main account. They were on opposite ends. It's oh, just insane. Literally, Wiggins is the worst on their entire team in points added versus defensive points saved, while Carl Anthony Towns is significantly better than everyone on their team and most people in the NBA. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to mention the how the Warriors look now that the big three is busted up. Did you see the clip of Steph and uh, – oh, man, I'm drawing a blank – I hasn't shot more than 40% since this season started, but I believe that you're talking about D'Lo Russell. Yeah, I, I couldn't think of D'Lo. America's you, favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah, did you see them celebrating after they beat an 0-3 team like they just won Game 7 of the NBA championship? I mean, have you seen their starting lineup? It's like two people that you know. Marquise Chris, who's like a known goodwill center, and... Two people that, like, maybe made it out of the D-League last year. Like, I think that they just, like, literally walked outside the stadium and was like, hey, game tonight, do you want to play for the Warriors? They went down to the rec league. I mean, that's 70% of LeBron's career, uh, especially every time he was in the Cle at Cleveland. So, Steph just got what was coming to him. Feels Interesting. Because I think LeBron's fallen off. The more he well, loses his hair, the worse it, it gets. Say, speaking of falling off, if you guys didn't see that picture of his hair literally falling off, um, it's just such a bad look. He needs to go bald or spend the actual money and get the super mega hair plants. Like he just needs to do one or the other. I love the spray paint hair. I, I think that's the look. I think that's what he's been doing. I mean, because it over the last probably three to four years, there like a picture will surface early in the NBA season of him all, like all his hair falling out like that one that you could basically see an outline of himself in um and then like a week later it'll be kind of filled in and then you, it keeps going back and forth and this last one the hairline was just so bad i think he's, it's just too stressful having kcp on your team 
honestly. He's a loose cannon. They've they've had bad teammates before, both him and uh, Anthony Davis, but this is just too much. Two years in a row of KCP bringing bread to nobody. To nobody. I can't Uh, believe it. Securing the bag. Yeah, Rob Lowe said that. Good God. All right, let's. Let's get on to other people making money besides LeBron. College football? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it was um, released today, breaking the NCAA will allow athletes to be compensated for their names, images, and likeness in major shift for the organization. Uh, I am all 1,000% for this. I th- and this is what we were talking about know, a few weeks ago. This is the right way to start doing this. It's not directly paying players and writing them a check. It's to let them earn money off of how good they actually are. So I don't think that they should ever pay players, but I think that this really, the more I think about it, opens up the avenues for two things. And it's one, small schools just getting a stud and everybody buys his stuff. Everybody uses him, you know. Yeah. That is a huge draw for someone who knows they're talented, but you know, hasn't gotten recruited that much or is, you know, kind of unconventional as well as you could have a culture where you're, you know, really just celebrating your linemen defensive or offensive. And that's going to be huge. You know, you're going to really get solid line play from people who are like, Oh, I can go to a little bit worse of a school you know, and we'll be one of the best lines in the nation, and everybody will buy my stuff. I'll have a little bit more money in my pocket. You think Wisconsin isn't gonna basically make offensive line merch just twenty four seven to to like sell for their boys? I mean, that's literally what they're known for. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very I'm, excited for it. The biggest thing that this does change is. This actually goes into effect next year instead of 2023, like the California law. Yeah, which, I mean, hey, the sooner the better. Uh, I prefer to get these guys paid, mainly. I would uh, prefer to get a video game. Yeah, may, I was just about to say that. Mainly so I can get, like, legit NCAA merch if I really want it. Because, like, not and kind of not really now, but, like, you know, when you're in college, you want to just be able to go buy a jersey. It says some guy's name on it. Like, a Matty Mock jersey would have been sweet, but you had to, like, order it through China. Um, I did also want to play the NCAA football game, and both of those things were taken from me. Um, well, you know, China's been on a roll. They are. They are on a roll. Um, but enough about them. How about we do some recap from this last week? Uh, let's start with uh, the Big Ten. What do you think? So I think that the most interesting slate of games for Penn State is coming up. Obviously, we know Ohio State's good. I mean, there's not a whole lot we can say there besides they're real. But Penn State has Minnesota, who's also been doing fantastic as their next game. The game after that, Indiana, who upset Wisconsin, correct? No, that was Illinois. Damn. Okay, well, they got a freebie. And then OSU after that. So I think Penn State's really going to be tested. And I think that if they can ride that out, then they're probably – I don't know how their conferences work, but you know the conference championship game will be huge. And then you know, I don't think that Penn State will beat Ohio State, but I think that's an interesting little thing to look so, at. So, yeah, that game will decide who goes to the conference championship. Because uh, that's they're, probably the playoff. Because they're on the east. Okay. Um, yeah, Penn State worked Michigan State. Ohio State – Worked Wisconsin. I mean, they clearly seem to be the two on that side. Um, I'll be interesting to see Michigan really, uh, really pulled through against Notre Dame in that big rain game. Uh, Brian Kelly looked really dumb. Notre just, Dame's, Notre Dame's coach. He was throwing the ball all the time, and well, guess what? Jim Harbaugh did ran the ball 55 times or whatever it was. It was like he ran it for mid 50s uh, and just forced it down their throat until they won that game. Uh, and to speak of taking something down the throat, let's move to the Big 12. Oklahoma took that K-State dick right down the throat uh, and caught one there in Manhattan. I was at the game. It was Vulgar. quite a time. Yeah, don't let your kids listen to that last stretch. Uh, it was quite a time. I was kind of disappointed by Manhattan afterwards and, like, the nightlife. Um, but it was an 11 a.m. game, so, like, it kind of fizzled out. But uh, – they, hey, they pulled it off. I was not expecting it, but Oklahoma does this every year. 
So two big things is one, that's emotionally draining, you know, getting that upset, drinking so early, you're excited, you don't think it does, and then a miracle happens. Like, yeah, that's a rough one. But every game after the wagon has fallen over, they've lost. Yeah, and both times it's been to K-State. Yeah, wild. Wild little fact there. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, Texas, not back. Lost to TCU. Shocker. Part of my gambling last week. I was asking the world why they were minus one and a half. It didn't make sense to me. Um, but there you go. Uh, and then Texas Tech. As well. The horns have their number, like the horn frogs. The, I don't know what it is. I looked up the statistics of like recently their record, and like TCU kills Texas. It's awesome. Uh, I kept doing horns down all weekend, and it was all, like everybody was just giving me horns down right back. It was fucking tight. <laughs> I just I just love doing it. I think it's I stupid that it's a flag in in college football. Uh, let's see what else happened. Uh, there was something. Else. Oh, Kansas. They did you see how they won the game? No, I have no reason to watch Satan torture people. They literally. We're kicking a field goal. It got blocked. I think they were playing TCU. TCU's, they caught the blocked field goal. We're running it back, and the guy turned around to pitch it. So it was a tie game at end of regulation. The guy was pitching it backwards to nobody. Kansas player falls on it. They kick a field goal, make it. Interesting. I, I don't believe that it was TCU, but uh, it's Texas Tech. Yeah, it was Texas Tech. Yeah, because I just talked about TCU playing Texas. Get on your game, buddy. I said it was Texas Tech. I swear, but maybe I maybe I was just in my TCU, head. TCU, but it's cool. Uh, uh, let's yeah, go on to the, the next frogs. conference. Okay, so to the important conference. Um, ACC? No, the SEC. Oh. You know that LSU has <laughs> finally gotten their um, what's what's rightfully theirs, and they're ranked number one in the nation. After a big win against Auburn, who looked pretty good. Uh, Not in the coaches' poll, though, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, because the coaches' poll, everybody wants to respect Alabama and Clemson. and uh, Screw them. I, LSU is beating the better teams. I agree. The, the conferences just out of – everybody's out of conference schedule besides SEC has, you know – I Big Ten has been good, but like everybody else, just lackluster. Yeah, I mean, and even Bama hasn't had like a crazy out of conference schedule. But they don't do that. Everybody yeah. knows. You know, and if they if they do, it'll turn out the team that they played at the beginning of the year wasn't real. But good for LSU. I'm happy for them. That means um, when they play Bama coming up, it's gonna be it's gonna be first seat at the table. Um, and it's gonna be a great game. Hopefully, Tua's back by then. He should be. Uh, LSU's defense legit as always, and they have an offense that they can actually win them big games. Yeah, finally. And I think that the other things in the SEC, uh, before we go into this abysmal mm -hmm. Kentucky performances, Florida UGA, um, I think that really University of Georgia, if you look at their defensive statistics, have been fantastic. And Florida has played a couple of teams that are in the top 50, but nobody nearly as good as Georgia. I think that's really going to test uh, that young Georgia court or young Florida quarterback, mm -hmm. and really, you know, put him, you know, in the driver's seat of like taking control. But I honestly, I think they're going to crash and burn because, you know, they squeaked it out against Auburn. Auburn's a young team. I don't. I think that they had a little bit of a hot head. I think that Florida squeaked one out against Miami, who ended up being better than we thought. But I think that Georgia's going to really put the smackdown on them, both defensively and offensively. Really, all that relies on Jake Fromm showing up. But if he does, I think it's bye-bye. Yeah, whichever team turns the ball over more is going to lose this game because neither one of their offenses can make up for these turnovers. It's the reason that Georgia lost to South Carolina. Jake Fromm threw two huge interceptions and, you know, and their defense was just put in bad positions. So I, I do I agree with you. I think both of these defenses are great, and I think as long as Georgia plays sound, they win this game offensively. Um, run the damn ball. Run the damn ball. That's for sure. And the best thing that ever happened to Florida was Felipe Franks going down. I mean, oh my God. It it's we've said it a million times, but it's been 
uh, you know, a lifesaver for them. On the opposite end of a lifesaver, a death giver. Yeah. Kentucky to Mizzou. Uh, just year after year, they have our number. Uh, obviously, we've, uh, you know, had plenty of Barry Odom talks. I will say something that surprised me because I feel like we've given up a decent amount of points is Mizzou is 10th in yards per game given up and 11th in yards per play in the NCAA, which is just astounding that we still cannot win. Just pitiful well, games. Yeah, I mean, it's the first time that we've actually somewhat had a defense. Yeah. Um, but it's noticeable now that Kale Garrett's out that it's still not the same defense that we had. Our offense, some for some reason, our offense just goes stagnant at certain points in time. Uh, and the rain doesn't hurt because then we can't get the ball to Alberto. I don't know. It we looked just atrocious against not even Kentucky's starting quarterback. I don't know. I was gonna go ahead and read off these statistics that uh, Barry Odom statistics that was in that article that we we looked up. Uh, so he's four and nineteen against teams with winning records, fourteen and twenty against Power Five opponents, one and eight versus ranked opponents. Uh, the only one being Florida last year. He's six and eleven on the road and or neutral sites. Um, he's twelve and sixteen in the SEC, uh, which is actually worse than that because only two of those twelve victories have come over teams that finished the season with an overall winning record. Arkansas in twenty sixteen, which were six and seven, and Florida last year, who was ten and thirteen, but it was kind of a fraud. Or ten and three, excuse me. Um the 12 SEC teams he's defeated have a winning percentage of 0.424. Uh, and, yeah, and the only the only conference victories was delivered against an opponent that finished the SEC season with a winning record was Florida. Uh, it's it's just the other ones combined for two and two point, 0.274, my goodness, uh, f- finishing record. He just doesn't put anything – he doesn't res- – any results on the table. Yeah. I, it's just I, hard to talk about. And and when TJ Moe is out here guaranteeing – he was saying like mortgage your house and put it on Mizzou because Barry Odom's the bounce back king. Come on. Debate him. Debate him. Uh, we would love if everybody who listens to this could immediately pull out their phone and tweet at TJ Moe and ask them why he won't debate Chandler. And Jesse Hall. I don't care if there's anybody there or not. Oh, I'll make signs. I'll uh, paint my chest. We'll do the so, whole thing. So that kind of does it. you have anything else on college football? Uh, I think that besides Penn State, uh, Clemson has an interesting end of the year. It's a little looking ahead. Uh, but Wake Forest and then out at South Carolina, apparently the upset Kings this year. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, uh, that'll be that'll be good. We'll see if they can actually give them a run for their money. Um, but a lot of the times what we've seen with Clemson is even though they're not playing that well, their talent just outweighs opponents at the end of the game. Uh, so uh, why don't we get into a little NFL? Yeah, um, since I was just looking into the future of who potentially might or might not make the playoffs, you want to go ahead and start? Or start? Yeah, what would – Jesus. Uh, top four, bottom four? Yeah, let's start. Uh, I'll go ahead and go. Uh, so top four, Pats, obviously. Um, I said last week the Niners-Panthers game was a who is actually a good game. Um, and the Niners whipped Carolina's ass. I mean, they showed that their offense is all right. Their defense is amazing. Um, with Bosa, Nick Bosa being a potential, not even rookie defensive player of the year, but potential defensive player of the year. Uh, and the running game is, is good. Shanahan makes, makes his running backs look amazing with it. He schemed yeah. it. Uh, I had the Packers at two last week. I'm going to move them down to three. Uh, they did put up 31 on the chiefs, which it's like, Oh, whatever. Um, but they, they kept it a little closer than they probably should have with a Matt Moore led Kansas city chiefs defense. Uh, Aaron Rodgers did make one hell of a throw uh, on that one. It looked like he was basically throwing it away, put it in the perfect spot. Uh, and I don't then know I, how many times I've watched that throw because it's amazing. He he literally put it – he was scrambling, and he just said, I'm going to put it at this exact location. If nobody catches it, it's fine, but only my receiver can catch it. Right, while he was falling. Yeah, 
it was I saw some people saying it was Patrick Mahomes esque, and I was like, that's pretty disrespectful because he's been in the league. Like he was, he's been doing throws like this that are just outstanding for a long time. But uh, it was, I, it was an amazing throw. It left me speechless at the stadium. Uh, and then I have the Saints at four, wrapping it up. So um, mine's the exact same. I really don't have any um, wonderful news to add, um, but. I will go ahead into uh, my bottom. I, oh, I actually did want to say 49ers added Emmanuel Sanders, and I think that's going to help a lot. Yeah. Uh, but the bottom, obviously, Miami, Cincy, neither of them have Ws. And then afterwards, since Atlanta was a talented team that hasn't performed and just got rid of talent, as well as Matt Ryan being hurt, uh, they're going to be my three. And then uh, I have hope for Washington with the new coach, but uh, that's my bottom four. Yeah, I'm I'm at the same. Uh, Atlanta is just literally the most embarrassing team. I think uh, Dan Quinn needs to go. Uh, if you can't win with the talent that you have, Matt Schaub threw for 426 yards this this last weekend. I mean, how how are you losing as a defensive coach? Uh, just doesn't make sense. Uh, so they they have to be in there for me as well. Uh, Dolphins still still winless after that Monday night loss when they didn't even cover and they started up. Um, our words are in there. Bengals. This Andy Andy Dalton has now officially been benched. Um, I don't know if you saw that, but he's no. officially been benched. He is, I believe, one of only two quarterbacks. To ever start a season eight and zero and zero and eight, and it hasn't been done since like the fifties. Good for him, making history. Yeah, and today was his birthday too. It's a, Happy it's birthday, a rough, Red it's Rocket. A, it's a Red Rifle. Well, I, I think at this point he's more worried about his job, job security. Oh Balls. hell no, hell no, his Red Rocket. His, oh, he just yeah, it's his birthday. He's he's kicking back. Yeah. Ball security is job security, Andy. Don't, don't forget about that. Um, so get a to me. Yeah, I was going to say wrap it up. Uh, I'll get into the Chiefs game because I was there. Uh, I I was pleasantly surprised. I do think some of the Chiefs fans were pretty dumb. I was listening to the radio on the way back. Uh, they were they were trying to blame, you know, blame a lot of things on uh, whether it be the defense, which I thought the defense played really well. I mean, we gave up that fumble to Shady, which – I think we basically held the Packers to to 24 points because that that fumble and the maybe even less than that because that fumble and that amazing throw by Aaron Rodgers were 14 points that it's like the, any defense is going to give those up. I mean you're 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 turning the ball over so close. Uh, the only thing you can hope for is hold for a field goal there, and then that amazing throw. I mean I don't know how you defend that. So I don't really think you can blame our defense. Matt Moore played better than anyone right. on the planet was expecting him to play. Uh, I mean, Shady fumbled it. So be it. I, I think that's something you live with. You, Everyone knows he's like that. It's not it's not something that we're not already preparing for. Andy Reid did have some clock trouble uh, there at the end of the game. It, he kind of fucked his time out there. He, he If he would have let it go, Packers would have had to run a play before the two-minute, and he could have got two plays there. He called timeout, I and think it made that- it. It was the battle of who can, you know, manage timeouts worse. I mean, obviously McCarthy isn't there anymore, but the Packers just seem to consistently do that as well. Yeah, uh, and there were just a couple things. I mean, we missed a field goal early, uh, and if we don't fumble, I think we win that game. And everybody is like saying, "Is Patrick Mahomes a system quarterback?" Uh, which it's a, go ahead. It's a game that you're not too upset about losing during the regular season against such a good team. You know, the last couple of weeks, like I've walked away from the chiefs game and like was aggravated because like, Oh, we probably should have won that game. Or, you know, it was a little bit more than those boys went out there and played really hard. And the other team played really hard. And, you know, there was a few things that they just outplayed us on. Obviously we've talked about those, but you know, like, previous weeks it was you know injuries or 
you know, some blown calls or, you know, there's just a plethora of things, turnovers, you know, whatever you want to narrow it down to. But it was a lot of self-enforced errors. And obviously we had a little bit of that, like you mentioned, the field goal, the fumble. But it was the first time in a couple of weeks that I've walked away from the Chiefs being like, oh, we it's not hopeless. I, I did. I was not totally on that train, but it really like felt good. It, it felt I mean, like it, you uh, also have to look. We were we started the game missing the left side of our offensive line, and then had our right guard go down. So we're missing three starting offensive linemen, two starting defensive linemen, a starting cornerback, and our starting quarterback. It's like okay, I think it it, it just gave me hope to be yeah. like we got outplayed by probably the best by definitely the best team in the best division in football right now. The NFC North appears to be the best division, um, and the Packers are winning that. And I think they're a top three team, for sure a top four team in the league. And it's like, yeah, we got beat by a touchdown, and we couldn't make a stop late to force overtime. Like, I'm not going to start burning down the house just because we lost by seven to the Packers without Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think that – Andy Reid's clock management going into the game is not great. Like I, I think it's he approaches every clock management situation like he's playing the same sort of people, and like that you like you don't allow Aaron Rodgers that opportunity. Yeah, it's clock management is very different, and I think he's just set in his ways of this is how he does it, and he's never mm-hmm. going to change. And he legitimately should hire, like he should just make, you know, one of the assistant coaches just study the clock, which it's not that hard. You can learn it and then just be in control of timeouts. Like a guy up in the booth should be in Andy Reid's ear saying, this is when you call a timeout. This is when you don't like we should be controlling our challenges better. Uh, I don't think that would be that hard, but so far it hasn't worked out, even though he's an amazing coach. Uh, Yeah. I don't hate that. I, you know, a lot of good things to walk away from that game. Um, Really. For sure just excited about it. there's you know a couple of upsets this weekend or like games that were closer than i thought they were going to be um and honestly unless you have any more football i can explain that with my betting uh i did want to touch on the chargers bears and the absolute most chargers versus chargers game of all time uh <laughs> they just kept like trying to give the ball to each other and be like no you score no you score no you score um and then it seemed like matt Nagy didn't really want to win the game either. He seemed like a true son of Andy Reid. Uh, that was that was just Im- impeccable. And, and it also makes me feel good when other teams in the AFC West continue to lose. I mean, I know the Chargers won here, but last all last week all three teams lost. Uh, you know, went two and let's see, yeah, Chargers won, and then the other two teams lost. So uh, it, it feels good. Um, I don't know. I don't really have much else to say. We can get right into gambling. Yeah, so my big things of kind of disappointments were, uh, you know, the Indiana uh, Colts spread. You know, I yep. really thought that they were going to come away this more is, than that. I, while we were at the game, uh, somebody looked over at me and were like, hey, I haven't been able to watch today. Can you describe the games to me in a few words? I said, all the favorites won, but nobody covered. That's what it seemed like yeah. in every single well, game. Buffalo was favorited, and – not only did they give up a ton of points to the Eagles, who had been playing abysmally, but uh, they, you know, just got obliterated. And obviously, their offense isn't great, but I just can't really explain, you know, what was going on there. Yeah, I expected the Colts to win a lot by a lot more. I expected the Texans to win by a lot more. Um, there was one other. Oh, the Titans and the Lions. Like I expected all those to not be as close as they were, but they were a lot closer. Watching the Titans is like watching college football because you don't know what you're going to get week to week. You don't, and it it looks like Vrabel is going to come off the sideline and fucking smack somebody right in the mouth. Like he's literally in, in like a cutoff hoodie, like he's still jacked, like ready to go. Uh, he might as well just suit up. I heard someone describe him as a smart player and a dumb coach, and I couldn't agree more. Wow, yeah, took the words right out of my mouth. 100%. Uh, I oh another quick little Chiefs thing that I kind of forgot about earlier. Uh, we had one or two uh, defensive backs who are you know on the roster to start the season actually you know there. And obviously you're going to use those in some of your defensive packages. But the fact that we were so low on defensive backs and still played really well. Yeah, and uh, uh, another thing I I sent this to you, but Juan Thornhill, our rookie safety, 
uh, is testing like number one overall on uh, mm-hmm. on his snaps at uh, let, let me see where exactly snaps where it, that he was covering the receiver that was targeted I believe yeah so it's uh, 0.09 yards per coverage snap which is number one on all players with 300 plus snaps he's not allowed a 10 plus yard he's not allowed 10 plus yards in any game it's pretty impressive yeah for sure. I really don't have anything other than New England covered again, thank God. But I don't really yeah. trust him this week. So they have, um, let's see, who do they have? Who are they playing? Pay, oh, the, the Ravens. Yeah, I actually have them down in this game. I think this is a this is a key game for them. And I think it's one of those where uh, it happened to people against the Jets. Everyone was like, oh, I think, I think this is going to be a close game. I think the, the Jets are going to make it close and the Patriots handle it. Well, I just think that one of Bill Belichick's biggest weaknesses is a quarterback who can run. And I think that if, you know, I forget his name, the running back who plays quarterback. uh, Mark Jackson? Yeah, gets back there. and He just makes a couple of throws. You know, that's all they really need to do. uh, And play really good defense. So uh, what what was your record last week? My record was 4-4 and undecided uh since i took the Nats series uh which obviously isn't finished yet um but i won my penn state spread lost texas lost indiana lost buffalo won new england and then i won both of my basketball bets oh nice work oh by the way we did not talk about did we talk about the world series titties no winner winner chicken dinner yeah so uh i i have to thank everybody in the world saw this but uh so there's these two girls that on behind home plate at the Nats game, just flash their tits. And it turns out that um, at least one of them, the, the main one who was involved is a Instagram model, uh, surprise, surprise. And they were, I guess, they're, they're promoting their magazine, digital magazine called uh, Jug, what is it? It's like Jug Mag or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but anyway, so they're they're promoting that. Um they got banned from all major league uh, active or like games, I guess, uh, indefinitely. Yeah, you're banned from all major league baseball stadiums and facilities indefinitely, and definitely and banned from the Nationals Park for five years. I was gonna say that was probably the thing that impressed me the most was how quick that PR team was on it. Like those girls left the stadium with a letter in their hand. Right? So they were. Yes, but they were detained for two hours at the stadium. Still, you, Still, you think it was just like they were like editing it, editing the letter? Uh, like they had to send it to the legal team and get it back before they could give it to them. Well, yeah, it had, it had to be signed. It had to be signed by the. It's signed by the vice president uh, of of security and baseball operations at Major League Baseball. So that guy just hates fun. Yeah, uh, just really hates boobies. I don't know. Did you, it sucks, were you one of the kids growing up that had the Save the Boobies bracelet? No, I didn't. But this – hey, I'll tell you what. I, I don't know how many followers she has on Instagram. I think it's over 2 million. So she probably didn't get that crazy of a bump there. But when I first was looking at this on Twitter, she only had 135,000 followers, and she has 321,000 now. There's no such thing as bad PR. Well, I mean, I yes, 1,000%. Um, but yeah, so she, uh, and I guess, so they're trying to raise money for the magazine, which is going to be, uh, donating money to breast cancer awareness. I don't know if I said that. So they're, they're at least there's some good cause. She admitted, she like came out on, I uh, was doing some publicity stuff and said like, yeah, it was 50% for the clout, 50% for breast cancer awareness. So at least she's honest. Don't hate the player, hate the game. All right. You got any picks or you want me to start off? Oh, yeah, I kind of forgot what we were talking about. No, I'm ready. Um, So I got the Green Bay spread this week. Okay. I also have the over for Kansas City, Minnesota. Um, they, they both just put up points. Um, I have Hawaii-Fresno over, home game, and Hawaii-Fresno has not been held to less than, like, 23 points the entire season. Okay. I also uh, wanted to go ahead and take Wizards uh, versus Houston plus eight Wizards. Here's my thing is do you, I think Russ is going to go off 
but you're telling me John Wall and James Harden are in the same city and they're not going to go out all night to see, hopefully, the girls from the stadiums. Titties, yeah. Yeah, you know, so that's another one that I got, as well as uh, Milwaukee versus Boston, plus two bucks. Uh, Both of these games, I believe, are on Thursday. And then I have the University of Georgia spread. Okay. So Almost Georgia took over, the under, but didn't trust it. Georgia over Florida. Um, so I have, like I said, I was 0-6 last week, 1-0 on the bonus pick. So maybe pay attention to my bonus pick. Um, so I have K-State minus 5 against KU. TCU versus Oklahoma State over at 64, 64 and 4.5. Oregon minus 5 versus USC. I have the Detroit Lions plus 2 versus Oakland. I also have the Green Bay spread, which is minus 3.5 versus the Chargers. And then I have the New England Patriots minus four against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I, I think that I, I'm hoping I have a bounce back week. Um, what From what I'm looking at, they don't have, at least on Bovada, they don't have the Chiefs spread listed. I was going to give the bonus to the Chiefs uh, spread tease. Spread yeah, over so tees. I literally just guessed on that because same thing. Whenever I looked, the uh, spread yeah. still wasn't posted. They're, but I figure they're going to go over whatever it is. Yeah, the, and they're... They're not posting probably because they're not sure if Patrick Mahomes is going to play or not. Yeah. Um, if he does play, bet this game, hammer this game. Uh, it's at it's an Arrowhead. I'm a, I'm just a little worried about like I said earlier, Belichick. You know, I I think that the Patriots will win that game. I do, but I think if they're going to slip up any time during this season, besides when they play the Chiefs, it'll be this game. My bonus pick is going to be Texans minus one and a half versus the Jags. In London. Interesting. Uh, I just Jags are a London team is my thing. I know, but Gardner's never been over there. Well, I think that he has like that classic. Uh, he's got the London look uh, for you know seventies hmm. porn star porn stars. Okay. Film, film. We are PG. As well as I really am unsure about. Kansas State covering uh you know those big games it's hard to come back and you know you play well but uh Jayhawkers have just like they've just done some crazy shit this season that I just don't get I know I I think that one's just like a heart pick like I'm I'm I want KU to lose so bad so well I don't hate that I don't hate I don't it. all right well you have anything else bless up the woman who protected me on the bus yesterday uh whenever i fell asleep and sat next to me literally woke me up as she was getting off and was just a saint and ever since the word i felt like she was my guardian angel because i woke up doing that little you know twitch thing i'm like oh Mm -hmm. there's an old woman next to me who specifically had to have chosen me because there were completely empty seats there um so sweet old woman uh you were in my t's and p's she had the glock she was just sitting there guarding you. Um, but, yeah, good for her. She definitely had that pistol out and was like, anybody come close. Um, um, I think she had them things, and I mean knitting needles by that. Hitters, yeah. All right, my dog's barking. That does it for this week. Uh, make sure to follow us everywhere. Hopefully we'll uh, start cranking out some content. I'll be done with my volleyball league soon. Um, wrapping up school. Alec be done. But other than that, keep listening. We love you guys.